Welcome to RevMD, a podcast created for healthcare professionals by healthcare professionals. We will share tips on medical billing and coding, as well as workflow optimization to help practices succeed, thrive, and grow revenue. All right. So this week, we're going to talk about another way to increase primary care revenue and a set of codes that actually increased in 2022. Now, I certainly don't say that very often, right? Most of the time we're dealing with codes that are decreasing, but this is an opportunity where some codes increased at least slightly. So last week we talked about modifier 25, which is one way to increase revenue if you're using it appropriately. So for example, we talked about how if you have a preventative visit or a wellness visit and you recognize that there's a need for a problem-focused exam, and it is significant and separately identifiable, remember that's the key point, then you can bill for it. Of course, it all needs to be clinically relevant and documented and yada yada. So we chatted about that last week. If you missed it, certainly go back and listen to the podcast. So this week, we're going to turn our attention to chronic care management, so CCM, and how to implement and how to bill for this practice. I sent out a PDF on steps to use and a toolkit to use earlier this week. If you didn't get it, certainly email me at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com, and I'm happy to send it to you. All right, so what is CCM? CCM is, again, stands for chronic care management and is the care coordination that is outside of a regular office visit for patients who have multiple, which is defined as two or more, chronic conditions that are expected to last at least 12 months or until the death of a patient and that place the patient at significant risk of death, acute exacerbation or decompensation or functional decline. And again, some of that definition is straight from uh, the CMS website, but that definition is critical for you to understand because that's going to guide the eligibility of patients. So let's talk a little bit about examples of chronic conditions which could qualify. So this is not an exhaustive exhaustive list, but it is a, uh, just an example. So Alzheimer's d- disease related dementia, osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis, asthma, AFib, autism spectrum disorders, any kind of cancer, cardiovascular disease, COPD, depression, diabetes, hypertension, HIV or AIDS, as well as substance abuse disorders. So pretty long list, but definitely not exhaustive. So this is different than the program for principal care management, which is chronic care management and coordination for patients with only one complex condition between regular office visits. So I'm not going to talk about that this week, but just for you to understand that there is a different one, which I'll talk about next week. It's a critical component of primary care that contributes to better outcomes and higher patient satisfaction. So CCM is something that not only is can improve your revenue, but is something that's the right thing to do for our patients. It can be delivered to people with many different types of health conditions and is something that doesn't have to be done by the physician or provider and can be delegated to another clinical care team member. CMS does recognize that providing CCM services takes provider times, takes clinic time, and therefore that's really the reasoning behind these separate billing codes so that you have the resources to spend on the time that's necessary in order to manage this. Remember that CCM codes can be billed for services furnished to eligible patients with two or more chronic conditions 
who are at significant risk of death, acute exacerbation or decompensation or functional decline. This is important because it really sets the stage for all of the discussion that we'll have today. So it's important that we make sure that we're talking about patients who are actually eligible for CCM services. Now, two-thirds of your patients who are Medicare, Medicare beneficiaries have two or more chronic conditions, which means many of your patients can benefit from CCM services. I'm going to go into more detail on how to get started, requirements for providing CCM, and also some options around education materials to share with your patient, which we will send out as a follow-up. So let's first talk about some of the patient benefits from CCM. So from a workflow perspective, your patients will utilize your team in between visits to help them stay on track with their health plan. And this is going to include things like a monthly check-in, easier access to the care team when things go wrong, improved patient care coordination when there are transitions from either other providers or from a hospital stay, as well as managing referrals or any follow-ups. Patients will also receive a comprehensive care plan that's going to support disease control, health management goals, and is going to include things like physical, mental, cognitive, psychosocial, functional, or even environmental recommendations. So overall, this is really a service that helps patients have a regular touch point so they're more likely to stay on track and adhere to the treatment plan that their physician is providing them. So things like taking medications, managing fall risk, or other self-management tasks is going to become easier for them, and they're also going to feel more connected to you and your staff. Now let's talk a little bit about how CCM supports your practice, right? Of course, we see a, a benefit from a patient perspective. The number one thing we've heard is going to be obviously improved care coordination with your patients, but it also helps your practice receive payment, right? We're billing for things that oftentimes your staff is already doing, or they're managing multiple phone calls or emails or messages that are coming in for these complex patients. And if you set up a CCM service, some of that will decrease. You have a more coordinated approach to deal with those issues that are coming up and you get to bill for it. Remember that there is a requirement that you have a minimum of 20 minutes of CCM services in a month, and that can be in multiple different phone calls. So we'll want to make sure that we're hitting that. And if you are spending additional time over that 20 minutes, you can bill for that as well. Now, some healthcare professionals have also reported that CCM services has helped improve their office efficiency, as well as patient satisfaction and compliance. They will also report that it decreases hospitalization or emergency room department visits for their patients. So overall, we see benefit both from a patient perspective, a revenue perspective, as well as a practice perspective. Please note that both physicians and non-physician practitioners may bill for CCM services, and we'll go into a little bit more detail about that later. While primary care practitioners most often are the one billing for these CCM services, some specialty practitioners may furnish and bill for them as well. But remember, in order to do that, they must be the only provider billing for CCM for that patient, meaning a subspecialist and a primary care physician seeing the same patient can't both be billing for CCM services. And when we talk about the enrollment and discussing with the patient, we do have a process where we'll want to make sure that we're going to be the only office or provider billing for that CCM visit. 
Let's talk about the billing codes for CCM services, which can lead to $50 to $150 per patient per month, depending on how much time you're spending with them, or if it is a provider or physician who's spending time or another clean clinical staff member. First off, each patient must be seen initially to enroll into the CCM program within the office. This must be during a face-to-face visit and can only be billed by a physician or other licensed provider like a PA or NP. Billing practitioners can bill a G0506, but can only do this once as part of that initiating visit. It can be billed at the same time as another E&M service or wellness visit as an add-on code. Now, let's talk a little bit about the regular monthly CCM service codes. So there are two groups of CPT codes. There's basic and complex. And the difference has to do with the complexity of the issue that is being managed. Remember, these codes are for non-face-to-face time and time accumulates in that 30-day period for that single patient. So it's not that you need to spend that 20 minutes in one non-face-to-face visit. It can accumulate over the month. So basic CCM codes include the 99490, which includes at least 20 minutes of time by the clinical staff in the office per month. And the 99439 is the code to use if more than 20 minutes are spent by the clinical staff in the month, which can be used up to two times per month. So you can see how these codes can become additive if you're legitimately spending that much time with the patient. Remember, documentation is going to be key, so it's very important to have a succinct process either in your EMR or a manual tracking form in order to bill for this effectively. In an ideal setting, you have a way to document this in in your EMR or other electronic manner. For those of you listening, I did send out a CCM toolkit to our email list. If you're not on that email list and want to be added, shoot me an email at info at national revenueconsulting.com or go to our website to sign up and subscribe. Back to the CPT codes. So CPT 99491 was added to reimburse the first 30 minutes of personal care provided by physicians and mid-level providers. This code can be used as an add-on code to 99490 and includes time only the billing practitioner is spending. So that time doesn't need to be all at once like with the clinical staff and can accumulate over the time of the month, but clinical staff time does not count towards this requirement for, again, the billing code 99491. Now, 99437 is an add-on code to CPT 99491 for additional time beyond the additional 30 minutes of care. So again, lots of CPT nomenclature here don't need to memorize it. We sent out the toolkit. If you're needing help setting this up in your practice, um, please reach out. We're happy to help. Let's now talk about some of the complex CCM codes, which include 99487 and 99489. These are for more complex patients that require a minimum of 60 minutes of non-face-to-face time over the 30-day period by clinical staff. These require moderate or high-complexity medical decision-making for patients. The 99489 is for additional 30 minutes spent by the clinical staff as an add-on to the 99487. So again, lots of time spent in a month with those types of patients. So I suspect that this is going to be a rare code that you use. 
There is also a CCM code specifically for behavioral health conditions, which is 99484. This code wraps up a range of functions, including initial assessment, follow-up monitoring, and facilitating therapies, and is the only behavioral health CCM CPT code offered to primary care providers, and was the also the only CCM code that did not increase from 21 to 22. So to qualify, a patient must have at least one behavioral health condition and receive a minimum of 20 minutes of behavioral health services from clinical staff within a given month. The provider must also obtain separate enrollment and consent, just like we discussed for our regular CCM service patients. Now, to define a clinical staff member, right, these are clinical members that are employees or working under the contract with the provider or the office. You are going to have to have a good process to document the time for each of these and make sure that those codes are dropped as part of the patient program. And this is really important to stay organized and have a good process. Let's talk a little bit more about patient eligibility. Like we've already mentioned, but I'm going to repeat again, eligible CCM patients will have a mu- will have multiple, right, two or more chronic conditions that are expected to last at least 12 months or until the patient's death or that place them at significant risk of death, acute exacerbation, or decompensation or functional decline. And I listed earlier some examples of diagnoses. I won't go over those again. So again, these services aren't typically face-to-face and allow eligible practitioners to bill for at least 20 minutes or more of care coordination per month. There is also a way you can check patient eligibility through the CMS, which gives a full list of diagnoses that qualify and you may consider identifying patients who could benefit from CCM services by looking at the number of patient illnesses or medications or repeat admissions, basically going through your EMR and saying, okay, let's flag the patients who may qualify for CCM so that we can create a list in order to start bringing this up in our face-to-face visits in order to do that consent and enrollment. Now we're going to walk through the steps of actually implementing CCM in your office. So the first thing, like I mentioned, is that initiating visit. Before CCM services can start, it is required that you have an initiating visit for new patients or patients who are who the billing practitioner hasn't seen within a year. So this visit can occur during a comprehensive face-to-face E&M visit, an annual wellness visit, or even an initial preventative physical exam. So you can add this code on to many different scenarios. If the practitioner doesn't discuss CCM during the E&M visit, of course, it can't count as the initiating visit, right? That makes sense. It's important to note that face-to-face initiating visit isn't part of the CCM services that you bill monthly, and so it is a separable billable code, which we discussed earlier. Practitioners who personally furnish the CCM assessment and care and planning we'll bill that HICPICS code G0506. So this code stands for that comprehensive assessment and care planning by the physician or other qualified health care practitioner, which again is typically your mid-levels, your PAs, your MPs, for patients who are requiring these types of services. Now, again, can only be billed once, so we can't decide to, to bill that and then later down the line rebuild that if they hadn't signed up. Can only be billed once. So after you get the patient seen in the office, face-to-face visit, you do the initiating conversation, you explain the the service, 
even give them some educational materials, you'll want to make sure that you do a patient consent during that visit. This is really important that before you can bill any CCM service, you either have to have a verbal or written patient consent. And the patient must be informed about the service offered, applicable cost sharing that they may incur, and of course, the right to end any service should they decide to. To prevent any duplicate practitioner billing, patients must be aware that only one practitioner can bill and provide CCM services. Obviously, if that patient has been consented by another practitioner, they should be aware of that. So they should be able to tell you, hey, somebody else I'm seeing is already billing for that. But you'll want to make sure that you have a specific conversation and sign that you are only the you are the only provider billing for that CCM service. Next, you'll want to make sure that the office is ready and willing to provide any continuity of care for the patient. So this basically means that a designated care team member is available who can be in regular contact with the patient and obviously help them manage any chronic conditions. The next thing the office is going to want to do is establish, implement, and revise as necessary, right, as you're seeing the patients, a comprehensive care plan. This plan should be in an electronic format so that the patient can track health issues that you guys can discuss when you get on the phone every so often during the month and as necessary, make updates or additions as you go through. If you're needing some examples of these, again, please reach out. We'll include that in the toolkit that we'll, that we'll post. Care plan elements for example, include things like a problem list, expected outcomes and prognosis, measurable treatment goals, things to do with your symptoms, planned interventions and responsibilities on the patient's part, medication management, as well as a periodic review of the care plan. You'll want to have, again, all of this documented in the patient's EMR. CCM recipients must also be provided with a way to contact their team regardless of the time of day or the day of the week to address any urgent care needs. And so we'll want to make sure that they have some sort of 24-7 a day, seven days a week access to physicians or other qualified clinical staff. And if you're a solo practice doc, there are some creative ways that you can do this utilizing an on-call service or a hospital or, or larger practice nearby. The office must also provide patients and caregiver enhanced opportunities to communicate with their staff about their care via phone or some sort of secure messaging. Now, for the most part, this is an easy ask, right? They're already doing this, but you'll just want to make sure that that is set up and communicated with the patient. I'll talk a little bit about concurrent billing and some rules you're not going to want to miss when you're billing for this. So, you can't report both complex CCM and non-complex CCM codes for the same patient in a single calendar month, meaning both the physician and the clinical staff, meaning don't report a 99491 in the same calendar month as a 99487, because again, these are all based on time. You can't bill CCM during the same service period by the same pr practitioner as Hit PICS code G0181 or G0182, which again are those home health supervisions or hospice care supervision codes. You'll also not want to bill for CCM when you're billing for in-state renal disease services, which is the 90951 through the 90970. You can report CCM codes 99487, 89, 9490, 
991, sorry, 99491 by the same practitioner for services furnishes during the 30-day TCM service period. To simplify, this really just means you can bill for CCM and TCM in the same month. No big deal. You can't report, again, complex CCM and prolonged evaluation and management services in the same calendar month. So again, this just really has to do with how much time you spend in with the patient and making sure you're not extending unnecessary time in multiple CPT areas. So beginning in 2022, RHCs and FQHCs can bill for CCM and TCM services for the same patient during the same time period. Again, this is a lot of the nuances with billing. Please consult your billing team so that they can help you kind of set up some algorithms, some profiles in your EMR so that you're billing for the right thing at the right time. It's important to know that CCM is covered by Medicare Part B. So this means that Medicare will pay 80% of the cost service and patients are oftentimes responsible or their co-insurance is responsible for that additional 20%, which is typically less than $250 per year. So some next steps for your practice, right? I recommend that you have the office staff identify those patients who have two or more chronic conditions, again, expected to last 12 months, who are eligible. Let's prioritize the patients who are at higher risk of hospitalization or say who've recently been seen in an ED, and then start working to assign those patients, sign them up, right? You have to have that initiation visit. You have to sit down with them face-to-face, consent them, et cetera. And let's, um, that way you can start to enroll those patients. Prior to all of this, of course, is sitting down and working through a work through workflow, looking at the CCM toolkit, understanding how you're going to operationalize this, which clinical staff are going to be responsible for the phone calls. How are you going to document it? How are you going to bill for this? Again, all of that is extremely important before you start enrolling patients. But once you get through that, then it's identify the patient's get them consented and enrolled, and then start the process. Maybe start with a small number of patients so you can really get the workflow down and then um, make sure that you're billing appropriately, work with your billers on this so that you can get uh, good reimbursement on it. Of course, if you need help with implementing CCM, we help all of our billing clients implement CCM in their practice. If you sign up for billing services before the end of July, we will bundle CCM set up into our full service billing program for any new client. Some companies will actually charge up to 40% of CCM revenue to set this type of program up. And last, if you're seeing your revenue decline, or if you don't have billing metrics that you can trust, or you want a biller coming to you with ideas to grow your revenue, then it's time for a change. Come work with us. While we can't change your revenue overnight, we can change the direction of your revenue overnight. So we're here to help. Schedule a call. Contact us on our website, nationalrevenueconsulting.com.